All right, so we got our snake draft today. Okay, Taylor. We got Taylor voicing some imaging. Okay. Come on, Taylor. All right. Emily on the production, too, there. Yeah. Nice work. Got a good the stuff. Tag team. <laughs> yeah. All right, so our order is going to be Alan, Emily, Clinton, Taylor, and back up and then back down again. So we have three picks for each. Sorry, Clinton. It's you gotta, okay. It's gonna... I just, this throws off my whole strategy. Best. <laughs> it's like going from four quarters to a hockey game that's got three periods. Yeah, we got three periods. Totally yeah. different situation. Anyway, all right, Al, best sports movies <laughs> you, you like that? Of all time. Um, okay, I got a question right out the gate in this one. Oh, no wonder you're only getting three picks. We got questions all... No, I'm joking. Do I... You <laughs> gotta explain. You I'm gotta messy. fill it out, I'm Yates. Messy. Can I take out a series or... So let me explain. With my number one pick in the greatest sports movies of all time, do I take the Rocky series? Yes, you can take the Rocky as a whole series, yes. Okay, so Rocky... Off the board, that is my number one pick. I'm taking the Rocky series. All right. Okay, so this next one I'm going to pick. I am worried. So I have two that I really want to get, but I'm worried that one won't come back to me. But Just I'm not going to take the order. Take, I'm not, take the yeah, second Yeah, you're the, the game master. <laughs> hey, I, gotta, I do a random name generator, and that's how I get the order. But this one is very personal to me. Uh, it has a series that came out on, on Amazon this last year that I loved, that most people didn't love, but I did. It was given to me my grandmother. My last present from her was this movie because it, I played baseball at the time. So it's going to be uh, A League of Their Own. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's one of my favorite sports movies of all time. And our guy Steve Mason's in it. And I haven't seen him in it, I, but I'll look for it. I'm going to tell you this. I, I had actually a difficult time. It was Rocky or A League of Their Own. <laughs> And I had, you would have picked it, I'm I would have been kidding. so upset. I'm not kidding. I had to pick because I, I knew it's not coming that, back to me I, for oh a League of Their Own. God, you should But then Rocky would have been gone. You League of Their this, Own is a great pick. Every week, you should have gone for the chaos Just pick. to make me mad. If I'd known. <laughs> I, I didn't know she would take that first. <laughs> what? How would you not know? I talk about League she of Their Own all the time. There's there so many good sports movies, you know? It's the best one. Okay. Well, I think everybody I think everybody knows my first pick is going to be Where Do I Live, Slee? Venice. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Talk a lot of trash. How do I look? Excellent. Obviously, <laughs> White Man Can't Jump is going to be my number one pick. It's the reason nice why I am gone. who I am and why I live where I live. That started back 30 years ago. What do you so. do the reboot? Didn't watch it. How about yeah, that? I, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Sorry, that's not happening. I did see Jack when he was uh, when he was by the studio promoting it. I no. just it, that's not for I'm me. I'm with you. Yeah. No, to be you. fair, as much as that is a sports movie, that movie is as much a movie about Los Angeles as it is anything else, which is why it's cool. You can't recreate '90s LA, Morales. Am I right about that? that you is can't true. do it. That's just, why I watch documentaries about the riots constantly. Not <laughs> just not possible. What? Chris. It was a moment in time. My father was stuck in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he's right. Anyway. The Riots and OJ documentaries tell you everything you need to know about the 90s. Number one pick, White Man Can't Jump. It's pretty. It's so pretty. All right, Taylor? Taylor, Okay. Next two picks. I got the next two here. Mm -hmm. Um, These are both movies that I watched when I was a a child. Uh, The Sandlot is my first pick. I don't know. It's just nostalgic for me. Great choice. And then secondly, Space Jam. Also great oh, choice. Okay. Getting okay. in on the animated Space Jam. The animated nomination. <laughs> All right, back to you, Clinton. Back to me. God, having the number one pick's not good. Yeah, this throws me off now. I'm used to a second. Okay, so I'm going to go a little off the board here because this movie is not even technically my favorite movie of the sport, okay. but I think it is a better film overall. And that's Miracle because okay. my favorite scene in that movie, again, 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 and they're just running and skating all over the ice. And finally, my man Arusioni says, 
Coach, my name is Mike Ruzioni. I skate for Boston College. Who do you play for? The United States of America. That's all, boys. And he walks out, and you're like, I don't need a motivational speech. That's just called oh, accountability sleep. This mm. is our time. That's mm. that, And that's fine. But the more motivational part is when they figure out you're not playing for the name on the back of the jersey. You're playing for the name of the so one on the So back to your factor cap, yeah. I think the motivational speeches did get him. Yeah. Well, that's not a motivational speech, though. That's like a delayed value motivational speech, mm. and that's not even the main motivational speech in that movie. Now, my point yeah. was, though, separately, my favorite Hawkeye movie of all time is Youngblood. So that's separate. Okay. Anyway. That was high on a bunch of people's lists when yeah. I was I was uh, looking at it this morning. So this is the one I was worried it would get back to me. I think that uh, it's probably one of the... I think one of the better sports movies, just because of the acting in it, is fantastic. All the, all the actors... Are fantastic and have gone on to do great things, and it's headed by one of the greatest actors of his generation, and it's going to be Remember the Titans. It's in. It was in my uh, imaging. I love the movie. It's been like on repeat in my house when I was a kid and stuff. So Remember the Titans is my second pick. So I, I know you why get, you love this movie. Did you get both of the top two picks you wanted? Yes, I did. Wow. This is. Uh, can I can that I ask a question happened. based on all of the people you've mentioned in terms of your fandom, in terms of the people that you said are up and coming that you want people to know? Hayden Panettiere is why you like. Remember the Titans from the beginning, I right? Do love because I love a little scrappy little girl that okay. like speaks her own mind. And as yes. a kid, I was like, "That's me." That was me watching football when I was ten years old, trying to say whatever I wanted to nice. say to these people and all that good stuff. But I also obviously love Ryan Gosling and his little role in it. It's it's great top to bottom to me. It's called knowing your personnel right there, Slee. Reading the scouting report. Less this sad. is this is this is the continuity the Lakers need in knowing their roster as you go into a season. While Slee scrambles for another pick. Well, because uh, I get the next two here. Damn, did I just end up grabbing all? Okay, well, here's the theme. Um, one of my great, one of my favorite movies of all time. I hate how this person is now um, perceived. Okay. Ali, Will Smith, and Ali. Okay. Jamie Foxx. All right. Is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'll allow it. Boxing. And I know that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, what am I just going all boxing theme? But it is one of my favorite movies of boxing all time. Boxing and gangster movies are what I would say for Al. Yeah, Ali, he is a fighter. Ali steps in at number two for me as greatest. That's her uh, second best round sports pick. Movies all time. So the third one, this is a tough one. Don't take it. I th- I'm thinking we might take the same thing. Then go for the chaos pick. Don't take it. I don't know if we're gonna. I, I don't know if this is okay. gonna be the same one. Um. I'm basically having to pick through a comedy or pick through a just a really good movie that go tells a full story. I'm going to go for the good movie. Okay, cool. At least in my own world. She's going to take the comedy. Uh, I'm going to put Moneyball as number three for me. Oh, good God. Moneyball number three for me. <laughs> good job, Slate. <laughs> ties, in the, ties in the Oakland A's right now yep, in their yep. situation. Uh, Moneyball thank you, thank you for number taking three it. for me. Also, how do you not enjoy Fictional watching- work, Moneyball. <laughs> sounds like Travis now. Brad Pitt eating- in every scene is yeah. what makes it. Yeah. No, Moneyball's it's great. Movie. Also, great I'll movie. tell you this. Mm-hmm. Billy Bean, real talk, mm. arguably better looking human being than Brad Pitt. Ooh, like okay. in real actual life. Not even joking. The Fighter right. was on my list too, but I'm like, oh, you have 49, yeah. uh, 49 <laughs> boxing movies. Let's get off of that. All right. Okay. So now I'm rounding out mine with a comedy. Okay. So I'll leave their own. It has comedic moments, obviously, but it's more dramatic. Obviously, Ramon Titan's very dramatic. My third pick. Which I thought you were gonna pick. Which I'm very happy. Yeah, Talladega Nights, yeah. Wow. Legend of Rookie Bobby. Yeah. It is 
it's more of a movie about comedy than it is about the actual sport. I don't care about racing. It's only racing. about the sport. <laughs> but love it. Top to bottom, amazing cast. Molly Shannon coming out of the, shaking in the booths is great. I mean, we're really, we're well, really Talladega pushing the boundaries. No, 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 okay. no. I like Tell Talladega, you can't the go plot against of <laughs> Talladega Nights, Legend of Ricky Bobby. What that's happens? A, it is a sports movie. as good of a movie as I've ever seen. Okay, fair enough. Fair I, enough. As good of a comedy as I've ever seen. It's a sports enough. movie. Yeah. yeah. All right, Clinton. My la- last pick is my last pick, right? Yeah. Okay, so this one is kind of from Morales because I'm going to describe the story a little bit. Father-son combo. Go mm. into the same business, revolutionize the game, and the game has never been the same in ways people don't even know. If you've never seen The Battered Bastards of Baseball, which is about Kurt Russell's father, Bing, who starts the Portland Mavericks, the first people that had brooms for sweeps, the first people that had all sorts of open tryouts just to field a squad, they were so good that Major League Baseball colluded against an internet, an independent baseball team to prevent them from winning the Pacific League Conference, and now all teams are affiliated. Mm-hmm. The Battered Bastards of Baseball is a quasi-documentary, but because Bing Russell was a movie maker, okay. it's the best movie about baseball you'll ever see. It will make you cry. And the fun fact, the most Fun fact, the catcher on that team invented Big League Chew. Look at that. So if you want to watch it together, we can cry together. <laughs> Better it's than, a great film. And by the way, thank you for making that an analogy. But absolutely. Do they talk Better about Mountain Dew and, they, and Baby Jesus and all that good stuff? Yeah, no. that's, I think that's the, ma- the thing that is, bigger question. It's a real movie about real life, but it reads like a movie because the guy filmed everything. It's a back, real film, Jack. Back before, Thank you. Exactly. Back before you did that stuff. It's great. If you've never seen The Battered Bastards of Baseball, check it out. Taylor, okay. round us yeah. up here. Okay, last one for me. For my first two, I had some kids' movies, but I'm going to pick something a little more mature. Star-studded film uh, with Clint Eastwood, Hillary Swank, Million Dollar Baby. Oh, yeah. yeah that's one. that's a out. classy pick. Oscar contention pick. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think any of the movies I mentioned are about. My nomination would have been, uh, my honorable mention would have been I, Tanya. Love I, Tanya. Fantastically acted. Also nominated for a bunch of Oscars up there. So, And she's the man. Also great soccer movie. Okay, if we missed any movies, hit us up on Twitter. We did our snake draft. We do it every Thursday. It's a Best snake draft. I got it. I did it. I did it. Movies of all time. Bull Durham, the anniversary of Bull Durham came out today. So that's why this was all kind of tied in for best uh, and sports. None of us of picked time. it. I just say, well, <laughs> you know, some it. some of us have played baseball there. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I just needed to remind you. Yeah, that. Wait, who? Can you tell us again? Not me. <laughs> I threw one pitch. I'm just joking. <laughs> No, I just okay. Just no, smiling you, at you. Are we getting on the horse again? By are the we, way, by we, the way, he talks about the father son thing. Yeah, my father, you know, created some things, but he never thought, like I thought, as the son, to play Serbian music as a rejoin no, on didn't. a sports radio station. No, he didn't. My he father didn't have that kind of innovation. <laughs> are we getting the, on the horses again? Do we story, have another update? Do you know the story of? Because we're getting on the horses, I have to get in position to get on. I mean, the horse. We can. Yeah. We can knock it out. Can we get another one? Why not? Let's go. Give Taylor a moment there. Let's go. The 123rd U.S. Open is in full action, Jack, at the Los Angeles Country Club right there in Century City. <laughs> I'm riding by the guy who's got, like, the lanterns. But I don't need a lantern. I'm seeing with my own heart right now. Five birdies, no bogeys for the California boys, Yonder Shoffley, who is now solo. In second place, but in number one place, first place, on top of the leaderboard, from Murrieta, California, I believe, mm. Ricky Fowler. Oh. Ricky Fowler. Why am I screwing up his name? <laughs> okay. Oh, we Fowler. hit a jump. We hit a jump, Sleep. We're over, we're over the fence. It's this bit that's like throwing me we're off a little bit. clear. <laughs> Ricky is six under through 13. Of course, he started on the back, hole number 10 today. Look at the top five. Rounding out both tied for fourth, Bryson DeChambeau. 
course, a U.S. Open champion. Sure. And Scotty Scheffler, both at minus two. Okay. Now, here's the thing. We're waiting for Scotty to get another major. Everyone got excited. Yeah. And was like, oh, Scotty's the guy. And it's been underwhelming the last, uh, you know, six months. Slee, I'm riding past the cows. She said, if there's a red sash in the window, it means take another lap. Meanwhile, that's when I can climb the up. Southern California boy, Max Homa, is one under through 13. He's tied for 11th. And you got to scroll down a little bit here because what's going on with John Rahm? What's happening? He's tied for 19th even. Ooh. He's had even par Ooh. through 12. Not good. Of course, started on the back as Not well. Good. Horses Don't took forget, an arrow. 12.59 p.m., <laughs> Phil will tee off. Then, a little bit later, at 1.54 p.m. on hole number one, Brooksy and Rory will tee off. Your U.S. Open leaderboard update brought to you by Pinehurst Resort at Pinehurst. It is someone's U.S. Open every day. Visit Pinehurst.com to plan your stay. U.S. Open next year at Pinehurst. That is your U.S. Open leaderboard update. Oh, I got there, Slee. We're there. Safely. Is, is Brooksy by far the favorite or no? The guys throw out a lot of favorites when it's major time. I would say Brooksy, Scotty. Okay. No, not Rory. No chance. No, no, no chance. No chance. Not no even chance. a chance? Not at LACC. Yeah, I don't think. I, no chance is t- strong, but I, I don't. I'm in agreement with him more so than that. And people always look to John Rahm when it's major time. But no. Brooksy, all eyes are on Brooksy. Well, there goes my pick that I had earlier. Who'd you have? I mean, it, we, I told him to pick Brooks, and he went off board and trying to be funny, and he picked. It wasn't. It wasn't funny. Mickelson's <laughs> winning the whole thing. By the way, mm-hmm. I unlikely, but but Probably a chance. Unlikely. Yeah, a chance. Gut, All right, so look, there's a little pick. bit. And of as I take there. a sip of official Phil Mickelson coffee with Gut the good stuff, I, I'll go with Phil with you. Okay, why not? We'll go. We'll take that. Um, okay, could Cody Bellinger end up playing for the Houston Astros? <laughs> and if he ends up playing for the Astros. Do Dodger fans care at all, or do they not? We'll do that coming up next. Plus, Russell Westbrook, it sounds like um, he may come back to the Clippers. Is that the best place for him? We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show. Yates in for T-Rod, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, so the Nuggets parade is going on as we speak. And it has given me life for one simple reason, Sliwa. Yep. Your boy, the big CY, filling in for Travis here today. Michael Malone is apparently a goon and a half. I love it. And I don't just mean in terms, like, okay, let me explain something to you. Okay. As a brother... When you are looking for a white guy that's going to be potentially part of the crew, okay. there are certain situations in which you got to see how do you operate mm-hmm. before said approval comes through. This is a separate admission process from the handsome man community, unrelated. Okay. Just watching video of the way Michael Malone moves around, 
You know what I'm saying? His court awareness in a party circumstance, whether it be with a bottle of alcohol, whether it be without, whether it be dapping people up. This dude's got a cookout invite for the rest of his life, no doubt about it. What am I missing? What happened? He's just cool with it. He's got the chain on. He's walking like he runs the block. What does his shirt say? His shirt says, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Yep. His own catchphrase. I mean, this is hood legend status right here that this dude is going on. Spraying bottles of champagne on people like he's done it before, Taylor, and he's never won another NBA championship, so I wonder where he did that, okay? (laughs) I know where I learned how to do that, and it certainly wasn't at a championship parade. Michael Malone has moved up many notches in my book simply due to his behavior at this parade. Okay, so we got some, what's the sound that we have here? Do we have that? Yeah, so it's uh, Vic Vic Lombardi Mm -hmm. uh, talking at the Denver Nuggets parade. And I, he, I think he's one of, I'm assuming, one of the broadcasters. It says yes, he's Altitude on, he's up on, there, 92.5 in Denver. Yeah. He's, okay. he's talking some uh, some stuff to the, to the Lakers. Okay. He came into this world as the son of a coach, but in these playoffs, he became the Lakers' daddy. That's a lame line. It it's talking line. about Michael Malone. Yeah. But yes. Okay, I, let, let me say this. I love Michael Malone. It, it is a lame line, but... When you win the championship, oh, I gotta be honest with you, kind of do whatever you want. It doesn't like if if this happened in the Western Conference. Let me give you a better example, okay? This is um, I'll tie this back to the Padres. Mm-hmm. Remember when the Padres did the Kershaw meme, sure, after Game yeah. One against <laughs> yeah. the Dodgers I this year, and then was... went on to lose five in a row over the <laughs> next seven, eight days, or whatever the case is. That's stupid. That's you. You. There's no justification. Yeah, you beat the Dodgers in the place. You didn't win a World Series, right? You didn't win. Okay, what's your goal? Is your goal just to beat the Dodgers, or is it go win a World Series? I, I thought that line is cheesy. I think maybe some of this stuff is a little cheesy. I think the Denver Nuggets look at the Lakers the way the Lakers don't look at the Denver Nuggets, but that's all right. Portland looks they at the did Lakers. Beat them and sweep yeah. them. I, we can't. We, so, we, we can't. No, no, no. But, we but, can't uh, keep going back to the y'all aren't our rivals, but we're no, no, yours. But, but, can't do that when you lost the title to this team. Yates. But it's the truth. It's okay if Denver looks at the Lakers as a rival. The Lakers do not look at the Nuggets as a rival. I don't know that I agree with Denver looking at the Lakers as a rival when they're sitting here. Why holding... do they keep mentioning them? Because they swept them, and they're the and only they team they swept. Okay, so let, let's say they – okay, why didn't they say the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant and didn't Devin Booker? Them. I think it's because they were overlooked the entire series by just the national media. And, 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 and it's you know why they were the overlooked? Los Angeles Lakers. Right. Okay. It's more to do with that than it does that they swept the Lakers. So it's the, it's turnabout is fair play? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. I think you're right. Which funny, I, I'm, but I'm going to go back to. I don't have a problem with any of it. Right. And, and this is as big of a Laker fan as it comes. If you beat the squad, you can't really say anything. Whether it's whether it's him wearing the— Not just beat. Swept. Swept the Lakers. Yeah, swept. You're right. Swept the, the Lakers. The only team they swept on the way there. Now, close series, uh, margin of victory smaller than every other series they played. I guess I but don't— But the only team that they did not lose a game to in the playoffs. I guess—you're right. They, they Minnesota grabbed one. Phoenix grabbed two. Uh, Miami grabbed one. Lakers got swept. But I, the the sweep thing, 
you either won or you lost. That one doesn't like that one doesn't do as much for me. Well, I can tell you what they, they didn't got do. Swept or not? They, they didn't, didn't win a game. <laughs> I mean, that's where the "Hey Kobe, tell me how my uh, taste" type vibe comes from. So, it's the sweep. So the that's reason, the bigger deal. You you pull out a seven gamer against the Lakers and then go on to bang out the the Heat. It's a different story. Mm-hmm. You sweep the Lakers, who have been stealing your headlines proverbially in Michael Malone's mind True. the entire season. That's a different animal, I think. Very specifically. What I meant by what I meant by the rival thing. I'm not saying that to take anything away from Denver. Okay. What I'm trying to say is that there are a lot of times the Blazers think their rival is the Lakers or the Kings, like Taylor's a good example where the Kings a lot of them really, really despise and don't like the Lakers. I'm not doing I'm not like trying to take anything away from Denver. What I'm trying to say is that I don't think there's a lot of Laker fans that were paying that much attention to, oh my gosh, the Denver Nuggets, oh my gosh, the Denver Nuggets. You better hope the front office was paying attention to the well, that, Denver that, Nuggets. Well, that's just a pure basketball thing. <laughs> that's You're right I'm about saying. that. Yeah. yeah, from a basketball I thing, mean, that's, the, that's the team. We've got more Michael Malone getting after it. What a great day to celebrate a championship, but we're not done yet. We're some greedy bastards, baby. We're some greedy bastards. We're getting another one, and I'm out. And I'm out. out. Drop the mic. Michael Malone. Well, he has a belt on his shoulder, and he has his chain on his neck. And the hater blocker's on his face. Exactly. Michael Malone is the modern version. When they won the championship, right after they won the championship, what was he saying? Some of his quotes was, yeah, we're not here to just win one. That's pretty baller. Give the guy credit. Michael Malone's father Mm -hmm. was Chuck Daly's lead assistant. Yep. The Chuck Daly vibes that I get from Michael Malone. Now, Chuck was a little bit more buttoned up. Literally different and physically, era too, different so era. But if that. you sort of adjust for era, mm-hmm. Michael Malone is a lot like a Chuck Daly, and I realize that that's a lofty goal to be putting on somebody. But again, it's like a family connection. It's not out of the realm of possibility that Chuck Daly is a guy that Michael kind of patterns his game after in terms of how he operates an NBA franchise. And guess what? The late great Chuck Daly won two NBA championships in a row and was an Olympic coach for years. I, I, I didn't have. I didn't have. And I don't know how you know other Laker fans feel about this. You lose against a team. Oh, I'm going against him. I was rooting for the Nuggets sure. to beat Miami. I wanted a franchise. There's something for me. I like when I like the story of the Milwaukee Bucks when they hadn't won a championship in so long. The Cleveland Cavaliers when Braun won a championship right. there. They hadn't won in so long. I'm a fan of those stories. The franchise had never been to the NBA Finals. Period. They'd never been a one seed. They'd never never been a one seed. <laughs> it was a bit more than just the finals. It was so wild. I, I'm. I, I get the excitement. I get the talk. Your, you know what? Hey, if you win a ring, you could kind of do whatever the hell you want. Who's gonna win a next? Who's gonna win a title first next? The Nuggets or the Lakers? Uh, I think the clear, clear favorite would be the Nuggets. Has to yes. be. Yeah, be the they clear, just clear won. Favorite. Has to be. Yeah, and and I think and they don't turn over their rosters after they win NBA championships. The last time I checked, also true. They they don't, and they're going to have to build that way. And they already have the foundation. Why would you f with the foundation? And they're both so young. Uh, Murray and Jokic are so young. Yep. The window is so open. Michael Malone is a great coach. They have the ability that now people, if they want to come and be a vet, take a one year deal, whatever, come sure. and play for the Denver Nuggets. It's great. the The Lakers have a, hard, a big hill to climb. What did you put? You put on here. Where did you see this? So you. Said Chris Paul's working out the Lakers. Oh, facility. I watched this yes. video. So I sent it to your text. So if you okay. want to look at it, you can see it there. But uh, yes. So uh, Chris Paul, 
It's like, uh, a, it's like a fever dream from 12 years ago. When is was... working at, at the Lakers facility, but it doesn't look like the one that's in El Segundo that we had the, all the media day stuff in, but it yeah. is a Lakers court there. Could mm. just be that he's in Los Angeles, wants to get some <laughs> shots up, but is it nothing? Is he at a is he at like a like a Lakers black site facility in terms of he like, might have is a, it off the, <laughs> off the board you know what I mean like they've got secret hideout locations he might have like a home gym and he twelve years ago <laughs> when he got traded for three That's hours I'm just gonna like, keep this guys this is so crazy to look at you I'm know not gonna take this yeah off. it's a little too much to get the get the paint off but uh, yeah you never know right, listen and and to answer your question too if they came back with the same exact roster yeah. Yeah, Denver would obviously be the clear favorite, and but I don't think I think a lot of these teams in the Western Conference know they can't come back with the same roster. Yeah, because of the Denver because Nuggets. Because of the Denver Nuggets, right? It's a game changer. Um, okay, let, let's do this when we come back. Um, I mentioned it for a quick second. Russell Westbrook. What do you think he should do? This is a player that Retired. is coming off a forty-seven million dollar contract. He's owed what? Now he's done. That contract's all done. So he got paid his forty-seven mil. Um, I want to, you know, I know it's not going to be the biggest conversation this offseason, but there were some reports about what he may do. We'll talk about Russ coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, uh, Yates in the House, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So, during the break, I'm like, all right, let me see the video. And you're like, just go look at the court. The of Chris court Paul, looks, is what you're talking Chris about. Chris Paul, who was um, supposedly working out on some kind of He Lakers takes a curl court. from the top of the key and puts up a jumper. That's all I saw. So Emily asked, is this something or nothing? And then uh, I click on the link and it's been deleted. So maybe it is something. That, now it's clearly nothing. That's clearly, oh, Twilight Zone. I think it's clearly something if you're going out of your way to say, oh, get that off. Yeah, don't do Who posted that? Especially if it's at the Lakers black site, CIA black site, where apparently it's not El Segundo, but it's another Lakers facility. Or it's Chris Paul's home. <laughs> or it's his basement, which is very interesting. Slee, you got to get on the case. You've yeah. got sources. Yeah, I'm going to text the same person you text. <laughs> McMenamin. Um, no. What do you got? I'm not texting <laughs> Anything going on there, Dave? For that news. Um, all right, so this just came out right now from Sham Sharani of The Athletic. Mm-hmm. Another team that's had Bradley Beal trade talks with the Wizards. Yeah. Think of a team. I don't know. Did you see it at all or no? Think of a team in the Western Conference that was very, very much the Suns. in the mix. I would say the Suns probably have a maybe not. He's a little too close to a Booker type. Oh, the Sacramento like the Kings. Sources the tell Beamer Ballers, Sham Sharania, and at Sam Amick, it's believed Beal would consider Sacramento given his no trade clause. But right now, there does not appear to be a clear pathway for the two sides. Okay, so let me explain something to you guys. By the way, how does how is he the only dude? Did you see his... I, I, oh, I will explain this to you because this the a Washington, Washington Wizards thing? are the dumbest franchise in the NBA. Not close. That is not the best explanation close. I will ever hear when it comes to as, his contract. It is simple as that. They gave this guy... They maxed out every option that they could have with him. And then as soon as he gets the big Supermax deal, he says he wants to go and they let him. 
If I'm going through all those hoops, I'm saying, no, your butt's staying right here. I Actually, I, I, I don't mind the idea of trading him if you get the value. Yeah, but again, you've already hampered yourself in what the whole point of having the trade value is if you've given him his own no-trade clause that is also transferable to the other team. I don't even understand how that works. Like, anyway. That's, that's insane. It's that com- part is insane. It's completely insane. You explained it right. It's been that. roster construction malpractice for the past 25 years in Washington. So that's another story. Secondarily, though, Bradley Beal is not the third in a big three in the modern NBA, in my particular opinion. You've got to have a better two than he's ever even played with, period, and he's a more distant three. He's a four. If you're really just, I don't mean position-wise, I mean grading scorer options. Now, he fills it up playing for the lowly Wizards in garbage time. You think the fourth best player on a team? Uh, maybe I value Beal a lot higher than that. I don't know why you do. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen him do the things that you expect out of yeah, these playoff teams? They had a little bit of time. Him and They had a small little, quiet little run where he was putting up a lot of Listen, numbers. Listen, this is not about Bradley Beal being a bad basketball player. Mm-hmm. It's about the fact that he does not have enough experience in these spots for me to think he's going to go to a team that's any good and suddenly become their second or third option. That That's literally never happened in his career. I don't understand why you would even put that pressure on a guy like that outside of the money he makes, but you telling me... If you trade away the farm and you say, oh, here's our guy, come on down, Bradley Beal, that people are showing up in arenas across America to see no. that for any other team other than the Wizards, I don't actually think so. No, but what I think is, I'll give you an example. It's not the best example, but it's the best that I can do. If he's in a situation where it's not happening here, but I'm just going to give you the example. Andrew Wiggins with the Golden State Warriors, you can't find a better fit for a player like that sure. where the pressure's not on him but he's still a really good basketball player. Bradley Beal, he's not going to be a Laker, but I'm just going to give you an example here. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Bradley Beal. That would actually work. I agree. That I agree would work, but it would be because, like I said, LeBron and AD's games are so different and dynamic where literally all Beal would have to do is be a spot-up shooter guy, maybe yep. hit a couple transition jobbies, but at 57 mil or whatever it is a year, what are we doing? I know. That's that's a GDP of some nations. That's a little too much for a guy that can only really do one thing. And rather than that, excuse me, in addition to that, you don't know if it's going to happen in clutch time because he's never played particularly important NBA minutes. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not a knock on Beal the person. This is a function of the spinning wheel of mediocrity that is the Wizards. Let, let, Many people leave that team and do become champions, though. Hi, Ish Smith. Hi, KCP. Okay, so. Hi, Thomas Bryant. There, I love you picked the three most non-guys. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, KCP, you're good with that one. Yeah. Um, this is, I think, what it comes down to. And and listen, some interesting things are going to happen in the NBA. By the time you get to July 1st and teams yeah. that are going to decide, let's just freaking punt. We want nothing. Washington is a good example. What are you paying somebody like that for and you're not even – you know, remotely close to making the playoffs. So rebuild. You got to rebuild. The problem is it's still the same ownership and the same result's going to continue to happen whether you do it yep. or not. But I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you, if if we're looking at Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal, right? You're looking at money-wise, what do these guys make? You're yep. looking at what their age is and everything else. I think most people would say, hey, if Dame ends up on the right team, that guy's a killer. Yes. That guy's got the, you know, you're talking about the clutch G. We are familiar with Dame time. Very. His biggest problem is he's been the best player on his team for X amount of years. It's not good enough in the NBA. No. Freaking LeBron has Anthony Davis with him. Um, and I use that as an example, but 
teams win because they have multiple stars and really good role players. Right. So Dame as the best player on your team, come on, are, are you going to go win a championship? Yeah. Are you going to compete? Of course you're not. But what if Dame is? I'm going to throw out a team there. What if he's on the Sixers and Embiid is there with him, and you got role players and you and have Harden's not there, and Harden's not, and Nick Nurse is your head yeah. coach. I'm using that as an example. I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. That changes everything. You're that, right. That that definitely changes everything. The problem is a lot of these players that are really, really good, like Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal, you make them franchise players and they're not franchise players, but all these franchises have X amount of dollars that they have to spend. They throw it on one guy. I'd go so far as to say also in the modern NBA, making guards your franchise guy is a very risky proposition just as a matter of course. Um, And I do think that Beal is different from Dame in this way. Dame is on the ball more. You know what I'm saying? Dame has proven that he can control a game yep. well beyond just scoring in a game. And Beal, I don't think that Beal isn't capable of it. We just don't know it. These are not things that he did. I mean, I used to have a running joke back in D.C. His contract's crazy. Which was, uh, when's the last crazy. time we saw Bradley Beal dunk a basketball? That was like a thing up until like two seasons ago. I was like, I've seen this guy dunk in t- five seasons. Mm. Like, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Nice jumper, sure. Knows how to get to the hoop. Can he bang on somebody's head already? Is this going to happen? That's since changed. He's become a little bit more of a power player at the rim, at the cup, as you like to say. But I just don't know at this stage of his career, he's 30. You know what I mean? To sort of alter your game, or rather, for your game to grow to something, you've got to be in a position for it to happen. And if you're only in a position for it to happen when it's on the line, it's tough to know whether or not you're going to be able to Taylor, you want in the Bradley Beal business? I don't. The Kings have no problem scoring, um, and I don't <laughs> think they're true. I don't think their defense is going to improve much with Beal. And unless you're bringing defense or rebounding to the Kings, I think continuity is the way to go in today's call. NBA. How do you call. even match a contract for Bradley Beal? I, right, like you're you're using. I'm assuming Harrison Barnes, and I don't even. Is yeah. Harrison Barnes a free agent? Barnes can go. Yeah, he is a free yeah. agent. Um, I, Barnes is I a tradable, movable, movable piece, or rather, Herder or Monk. Or Davion Mitchell, or some picks. I like Malik Monk a little bit. I like Monk. Too. I, I love Monk. With, yeah. Uh, I just with don't Fox. think all of those guys. Like, here's what I'm saying. But he Slee. is right about you're bringing in a player that doesn't play defense on a squad that doesn't. Play. And we proven, don't need scoring or shooting. And it was <laughs> proven nothing. It'd be one thing if this was Robert Ory who'd knocked down a bunch of bangers in yeah. champion. It, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a guy who's never been yeah. outside of the second he round of the league playoffs. Scoring, but I think they're empty stats. Did you did you see this? Hundred percent agree. Did you see this Russell Westbrook? Uh, no, so, you mentioned that before the break. I'm going to read this. Eric Pincus put this out, a Bleacher Report. He said the Clippers are hoping to re-sign Russell Westbrook at a hometown discount, $3.8 million for one year. And I asked you, I said, that, what do you think Russell Westbrook should do? You kind of had an interesting answer there. I said retire. I mean, and not, and not because I think that he doesn't belong in the league. I just... Okay, the only reason I say that is because I don't see Russell Westbrook as a guy taking a hometown discount. And if you're holding out for tens of millions of dollars... That's not going to come. That's not arriving. That's not going to come. And I don't think... That's not that I think that Russell's a greedy person or anything. I just think that Russell has a real life outside of basketball. Bro, you you brought in a haul last couple years. Go live your life, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, God bless you. I just don't know that if you want to – it's hard for guys that, you know, that age, unless they know they're going to get a ring, and that's tough to guarantee for a team like the he's Clippers. 34. He'll be 35 a couple months into the yeah, season. Yeah, but he's 35, and he plays with a higher motor than a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more tread on those tires just in terms of how he gets up and down the floor than the average 35-year-old who's like, say, I don't know, Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not the same brand okay, of basketball. Let me, can I play this out for you? Sure. He was with the Lakers for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It went – 
awful. And it's not all on him. So when people were frustrated at Russell Westbrook, Russ did not trade himself to the Lakers. No. So that's on your front office. That's on... Perhaps your players. Perhaps players that have, obviously, power and influence. With all that being said, he ends up on the Los Angeles Clippers last year, towards the end of the season. I thought he was a... Contributor. He did a good job there. Yeah, contributor. And, and, and I thought, too, something that was happening for him that certainly didn't happen as a Laker... It looked like he wanted to be there. It felt felt like the players embraced him. It felt like the fans embraced him. I think if you got a chance, and I, I know when I say this, a lot of people are going to say, what the hell are you talking about? The Clippers still have a chance to win an NBA championship. Of course. The problem is they just can't stay healthy. Right. But if they, for as much bad luck as they've had health-wise, if they have a year where everyone's healthy, they got a shot at winning the whole thing. I think if you're Russ, you get the chance to stay in L.A. $4 million is nothing. I know it's nothing compared to what you were making in the past. Right. Why? It's a one-year deal. Why wouldn't you say, hey, I'm going to run it back with the Clippers and see what happens? A he Kershaw-like might a situation, if you will. A one-year deal with the team hometown, you know what I mean? Even though you've had a career that spanned you more money. That's, that's I, I don't hate that. I just... I don't think there's another situation better than that. Situation. It's going to be the Clippers, or it's not going to be something. If you another like. squad gave you ten million, but you got to play in Charlotte, is it like, no, is, is that really what that. you want to yeah. do? And that's why that's where the retirement thing comes in. Because if it turns out that the Clippers don't want him, or, or rather, for whatever reason, the Clippers, let's just say this more diplomatically, don't have him in their plans. I, I don't know that. I, I just don't see a situation where Russell puts on yet another New Jersey. Um, sure. In in his in his in his. Frankly, very accomplished and impressive career. All right, uh, Dump, coming up next. Stay right here. All right, so I'm seeing a lot of video here. Kind of deceiving here on Twitter, which is not very out of the ordinary. You see a lot of these video of the Denver Nuggets parade, and there's some clips that shows nobody's there, and then there's other clips that show. I mean, there's so many of these that are trying to say that nobody's at the Nuggets parade. I saw some clips. I don't know if you guys saw it too. By the way. There's some... It looks like there's thousands and thousands. Let of people me explain there. something. Yeah, to you, there's Lakers this view fans. to like the Capitol, and it's all full. Everybody showing these like turning the corner doesn't mean that you get to give the trophy back. Okay, <laughs> like let's not get too crazy here. Also, some of you have probably never been to downtown Denver. Downtown Denver is like Resident Evil in some places. You're just like, are you it's very It's a very interesting sort of downtown situation. Like outside of the stadium parts, and I don't want to get too far into social discussions about this, but like I've been there a couple times for a couple of different things, and you're walking around, and you're like, yeah. are you going to ask me for money? Are you going to hurt me? Or are you going to offer me something? Yeah, it's like, got, what's it's going got, on here? Like there's the, the sort of the residue of what we'll just call the Occupy movement has created a very interesting situation with the humans that are downtown on a regular basis, and it can be a little, you know, it's a little interesting. You know, so also being in a crowd based off of what happened the night that the yeah, night yeah exactly is, like things I, yeah. went awry. Like, come on, we're not we're not parade shaming in other cities that you know. Okay, did you guys see this? Uh, Paul George last night. Yep. Throughout the first pitch at the Padres game, yesterday. I saw this. It's kind of interesting. Because why is he at the Padres? I, I tell you why, he's there because he can't throw out the first pitch at Dodger Stadium. He can't. I'm, I'm not kidding. This is the truth. This not is the reality. Possible. There is, um, I think it was Chris Paul that threw out the first pitch. Um, yeah, I tried back to find the, the clip. Day. I couldn't find it for some reason. But okay, yeah. so there have been other. It's kind of a you, you got to be representing the right team. L.A. is not one of those cities where it's hey, as long as it says Los Angeles on the front. 
it doesn't matter. Right. If you're representing the Clippers and you're at a Dodger game, well, 99.9% of the Dodger fans are Laker fans. Yeah, it's not But also, work. I feel like, though, if like Justin Herbert threw the first pitch and Matthew Stafford did, I feel like that would be pretty even. There's no, like, no one's booing Justin Herbert. I don't know about Justin that. Herbert. I think Justin Herbert might catch a few more boos no, than you think No, people aren't booing Stadium. Justin Herbert. Okay, okay, so how, I think the Chargers are the one where it's like, there really isn't a no one feeling cares. towards yeah. them. Yeah. Right? That I don't really think there's a feeling towards them. If you're at a... Um, I think this only happens really at Dodger games too, and it's it's kind of a Laker affiliate. It's if you're not a Los Angeles Laker, you're probably going to get some booze. So to answer your question, why is Paul George in San Diego so he doesn't get any booze? Decent pitch, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know who had a great pitch last night? I was stunned by this. Who's that? Chris Tucker. Did he? Chris Tucker went full wind up. So here's the thing. From the mound, he did. From the mound, he did this. Did like he play sports? He did. I don't. Okay, so he did a little quick interview with Jay Hay, like before the national anthems, mm-hmm. and then he sort of warmed up on the side, and he was like doing one of these, like the short arm lollipops, and I was like, oh god, this is gonna go horrendously. Mm-hmm. I think he was deking everybody because he got up there, gave a little Vita Blue, came with it across, pop. and I was like, okay, not pop, no, not pop. There was no popping of the gloves. Ninety-one. It, <laughs> I, I did not do one of these. You know where you got the gun? Show the guy. Yeah, no, not one of those. But I was like, oh, this is a relatively fluid motion from on the mound. So I appreciated that. You know, I always think of when I think of best first pitches, and it just always, it just always comes to mind is after September 11th. Yeah. President Bush got on the mound, had the hat on. Got on the mound, had the hat on, and threw what was like. You couldn't have placed it in a better position. America's he's, also a base- a, he's a baseball yeah, guy. Yeah, America's yeah. baseball president is what we call yeah. him. Yeah, But still, it's like every time you're in situations like that, only the ones you remember are the ones that just go awful. Wasn't yeah. a dude like in the last week, didn't he fall off the mound? Did you guys see this? <laughs> I did not see that. The guy like accidentally like, backpedaled. <laughs> he accidentally backpedaled and, and all the comments were, well, Floyd Mayweather, or not Floyd Mayweather, uh, Conor McGregor feels better, 50 Cent feels better, everybody feels better because they saw this guy backpedal and fall you off the You know who mound. had a great one? Uh, Simone Biles. She did a yeah. oh, yeah, backflip right. and then threw the ball. And so. Again, again, first pitch is not that hard. People just get psyched out. Of course it is they literally do. 60 feet, 6 inches away if you're on the mound. Like, it ain't that hard. You know, you just got to practice. Um, Black Mirror Season 6 is out now. Yes. Me and Taylor are psyched about it. Okay. Slee, you got to catch up, man. We yeah, love the dystopian. I, I watched one. I got one in, and then after that, I was out. Nightmares. Have you watched, have you ever watched Black, Black Mirror? Black Mirror up there on the list of things, a little too real to, and scary for me. Can't really do it. But it I, is, I, it like, is scary. It's a little too close to reality. I want to give it another shot. For me to like, Daniel I, I can't. Daniel in an episode, it's it's a good show. It's like, it's like, the, it's like the escape room of television shows. Like mm. It just makes me anxious off rip. Can't do it. Do they all? Does it all? The whole season come out at once? Uh, yes. Yeah, so the whole season for season six is out now. The first episode is uh, involves Aaron Paul, and I think it's called uh, something like uh, Beyond the Sea. So I think it's having something to do with a submarine. But we'll see. But they have big name actors in this season. It's going to be great. Damn. So Taylor, you're excited about it too. You're yeah, I was telling Emily I'm going to re-download uh, Netflix for this. Oh. oh, you're out of the Netflix game? 
I mean, I just don't using. watch enough. Yeah, honestly, their content's not great to justify. Yeah. But mm-hmm. for this show, they also do that thing where they like they'll put somebody on the thumbnail of a picture that's in the movie for like thirty seconds. And oh, their yeah. like yeah, algorithm tells enough. you. I watched some movie the other day that I thought Method Man <laughs> was going to be, and I got ten hours of Jennifer Aniston. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> not Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I can't even remember her name. The one who was married to Ben Affleck. Anyway, uh, Jennifer Gardner. That yeah, one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I was furious. Okay. But also for me, it's an issue too because my sisters and I all share the same account, and so. Mm. Almost at any time, it's like, oh, too many screens, yeah. and I have to be like, Maggie, get off the Netflix. <laughs> Wait, how, God, how I would it? love to see that, <laughs> oh, that family chat. Change. Yeah, exactly. Are they TV and movie buffs as much as you, Emily? Uh, yeah, different ways, but yes. My sister Sarah almost probably watches as much, if not more, than I do. And Claire just watches Gilmore Girls over and over again, so there's that. How many can you have at once right now for Netflix? So it depends. You can upgrade. So obviously you can get more, but I think it's it's two at one time. Two at one so time. So if you add a third... Oh, that is strict. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I'm just glad my parents don't really use it, use it ever, and so it's just essentially me and my sister. Wow. What's the cost to add another one? Have you done probably that? Probably $4.99, but I don't pay okay. for it. It's my yeah. parents. I'm not going to ask them to pay more money for it. Um... All right, this, uh, got to give a shout out to one of the great broadcasters. The Television Academy today named broadcaster Stu Lance as the recipient recipient of the 75th Los Angeles Area Emmy Governor's Award, recognizing his 36-year career as a broadcast analyst for the Los Angeles Lakers. So I got a quick story on this. Um, how long has Stu Lance been doing this? It gives you a good idea. Oh, what was going on in the world when he was started? Is this one of these? No, no. So this is just my own personal story sure. with Stu. So back in the day, the Lakers would play one preseason game down in San Diego every year. So I'm like 10, 11 years old. And I'm, I, I was at, at that time, I'm a, I'm a big Laker fan. I would wait for Chicken Stew postgame down in San Diego in their one one televised uh, preseason that Lakers would have just to say hi to Chicken Stew back in the days. <laughs> this is at the sports arena in like 92, 93. But the man, uh, really, really cool recognition, 36-year career as a broadcast, broadcast analyst for the Lakers. I mean, that's that's like, that's a lifetime. Literal lifetime these days. Yeah, John you know? John will speak any, uh, the, the Chicken Stew days. And we sit, and John, I know you got more history with the Los Angeles Lakers than anybody else, but I was just telling Yates, back in the sports arena days, we were talking about yesterday, Stu is getting recognized for his 36 years. Back in the sports arena days, I would wait for Chicken Stu to finish just to say hello to the two of them, and here's Stu still doing it. Here's the amazing thing about Stu Lance. To this day, but first of all, he's just a great guy. Yep. I mean, he's like, he's the unofficial kind of leader of our traveling. Sure. He's the Yoda of the traveling party. <laughs> Um, but still, to this day, lives in San Diego and commutes for every game. And we've had nights where we'll play. Yates, like, how about that? Listen to this. So we'll play a game in Portland, Sorry. all right, on a Saturday night, and we have a Sunday day game at twelve thirty. All right. So by the time we land, it's one o'clock in the morning, and I've said to Stu probably thirty times, "Stu, come stay in my guest room. You're literally going to wake up. You've already got your overnight bag because we just did a game in Portland." You're literally going to wake up, take a shower, and go to Staples Center, now mm-hmm. Crypto.com Arena. And you go, nope, can't do it. We'll we'll drive all the way home. So he'll get home at 3 in the morning. He'll get up at 8. At 9, he'll get back in his car, drive Turn around here, and drive back up. And drive Some people back are just up. like that. 
can't operate unless you sleep in your own bed. Yeah, you know. Well, and and uh, Michael's about halfway, uh-huh. and Michael's offered to have Stu stay at his house. Wow, going. And, Michael's uh, offered to stay. That's yeah, a that's will, a shocker. Well, Michael Michael will tell you he's here today. He he will tell you that he credits Stu for his career because mm-hmm. when they were looking for when they decided to split up TV and radio, yep, they they figured out they could make more money ending the simulcast and having one TV broadcast and one radio broadcast. It was Stu that recommended Michael for the radio job. And to this day, Michael will not let Stu pick up a check. Mm. Like wherever we go, even if it's a solid move, big dinner, small dinner, whatever it is, Michael will not let Stu pay for anything because he credits Stu for his job. That's strong. I will say something, though, quickly. You walked in here, and you got straight after it on the remote. You oh, got yeah, rid yeah. of NBA yep. today and got straight yeah, to the golf. I'm surprised you guys aren't watching. We this. got the golf over there. There's four screens over there. We yeah, got the quad is, box. This is the, like, the main feed. I get it. What I was going to say is, tell me about what your interest is in this weekend's tournament. Who you got? What's going on? Have you? We know that you are our LACC correspondent. <laughs> yeah. Please so tell us about the, the up and down. fifth place, Max Homa is the guy I'm kind of hoping get he's three shots off the lead when he was in college at Cal they played the Pac-12 championships at LACC and he set the course record with oh, a 62 this is so inside I'm hoping information that Homa kind of comes out grew up in Valencia uh I, I'm hoping he's the guy so that's that's one of I have I have six guys. He's one of my six. Yeah, I'm okay. trying to watch the golf tournament, but it's really good movie on TNT right oh, now. Oh, what is so, it? <laughs> what, what picture is it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not it sure. Looks good. Yeah, picture. I got the volume yeah. on just my left ear. Picture. Now. He's got. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Super Crosstalk starts right now. All right, Mason Island here. Uh, T. Raj out. Clinton Yates in. What up? So that was a that was an interesting exchange. Yeah, very right interesting. There. So John Ireland uh, is a self-described stain master. He can Laundry remove, czar is he, what my wife calls me. I can watch, remove a I stain this. from absolutely anything. So I've got this great white pullover. Yep. Yes, one of my favorites. Easy to get stains on. Ballpoint pen yesterday. Mm-hmm. I handed it to Ireland. <laughs> Gone. There he is. Uh, here we go. Make an observation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Michael Thompson. The guy across the table here is the host of the year. He comes yes. in here and now he's the lead host. Is Travis has Travis Rogers been Wally Pipped? Oh, he, oh that starts that room. Travis yeah. threatened yeah. by Travis all out. Yeah, yeah we oh, don't know. We just, Travis oh, out. We told we in Travis yeah, out. We yeah, just we but, told Trav. We just said, hey, why don't you take Thursday and Friday off? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just take take Thursday and the Friday Sliwa off? The Sliwa and Travis show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, at some point, that has to change now, right? Uh, it does. Your name should come first. I am a manager of the softball team. Oh, that's well. right. You versus me this year. So there's a lot and going on. And by the way, there. you know you're stuck with uh, Kaplan. Okay, so Don't hold on. Hold on. Let me yeah. stuck let's, with. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. Okay. Because there are some fundamental changes I think that could happen at the softball game Stretching? that would be beneficial. No, Stretching? No, no. I'm talking okay. about actual stuff, not okay. just things to prevent you old guys from blowing <laughs> your knees out. Okay. I mean, like, fundamentally to the thing. I think we should do a pick them on site, and here's how you do it. Mm. You don't just go captains back and forth. What you do is this. This is the thing we used to do at camp all the time, particularly at baseball camp. I pick – let's say I pick Ireland. Right. We're on the same team. Ireland picks the next player. Oh, yeah, no. That That way you don't get into the stuff of all the favoritism necessarily, but you've got to pick somebody that you think knows something about something. I I prefer – no, let me me tell you. I prefer – I don't care about the politics. I want the players, right? Mm -hmm. And last year I – you uh-huh. saw my team. I pulled well, together. Okay, a but here's that, the but problem, that with, was here's last the problem with Clinton's, Clinton's way mm-hmm. is you can do that if you don't care about the uniforms. 
Yeah, oh, exactly. That's right. Exactly. And we have you. Yeah, you're exactly right. right. You don't need to. I mean, if the uniforms are what takes a hit, I mean, God forbid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I think that it's also a fun way to figure out who you want politics. Yeah. <laughs> who right. you're gonna pick? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's a little bit more interesting. Right. The more politics, you're, the better. Right? But but it's not malicious in the sense of there's only two people doing it. Right. You get a lot of things going, and then it adds an element of surprise. Well, that's let me why tell I think. You something. You're near the top of my draft board. Well, I might not be there because I might. Oh, you may not be there again. I'm in the same boat. I cover actual baseball and All Star Weekend. But this is as like the, is when the All Star game is. Oh, it's sliding a little. We're off all right. Of I might be out of time. We'll see. Right. There, We're there, off there, of the things seven. are things are up in the air for that. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you so never know. Currently, right now, yeah. Because you said Ricky I'm Fowler stuck with Cap. Yeah. You said I'm stuck with Cap, but I disagree with that. Yeah. I want Cap on my team. Oh, good. So Sedano's on your team. Yes. Is that what they decided? So right now, it's two on two, and then we got to figure out the rest. Correct. And I don't. I want to general manage. Like I'm the Friedman of this okay. thing. Yep. I want to be the Andrew yep. Friedman. I want to cobble together just the right some depth. I want. I. I want. Who's going to be? Who's going to be your Dave Roberts scapegoat when it goes wrong? You. You need somebody to blame. Shadano. <laughs> Shadano is that guy. Yeah. You brought Ron Mitchell up in the from the uh, the AAA. He last was AAA. Yeah. yeah. You brought him. Nobody up. had seen him before. Yep. No. And and boy, people were baffled. Yeah. People he really had. What's we called like the ghost? The ghost slide. Ron Mitchell the, Dis- disappeared. <laughs> like Kode Kode is it Kode Senga? I can't remember. That, I, I think that's, think that's how name. you pronounce it, but that is his name. Yeah. yeah. He does have the the ghost pitch. Exactly. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Can we get back to the stain removal thing? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. what I was going to say is. I spend a lot of time on what's known, Emily knows this, as what's known as clean talk, which are TikTok creators who basically just clean things, right. whether it's surfaces, whether really? it's outdoor, indoor. And they're creative fabric, like how they do fa- it. No, they're just effective. Fabric cleaning is a big part. John, you might have a side TikTok career mm. on clean talk if you get somebody to so document not, your methods. I, I'm guessing you're on TikTok. Yeah, mostly as a viewer. I don't put a lot of content because on TikTok. what... What everyone's telling me, including people at corporate ESPN, is don't get on TikTok because it's a Chinese uh, watch. Okay, dog. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that not, is facial that not, recognition. You don't, you don't, you don't I, I mean, I buy it. I but don't if, know enough about it to I, buy it. Or I, not here's buy. what I buy. Yeah. Mason, they already know everything I they want to know. My TikTok, but like my mom loves TikTok. My not stepdad Leo loves. There's like handyman advice and and cooking recipes and all that kind it's of stuff. It's as useful as a resource yeah. as I've had since. I don't even know. Like it sort of feels like the first time the internet really became a thing. You're like, oh, I can just Google how to do this. Can you scroll through TikTok yes. without having the app downloaded? Oh, that I don't know right, the answer yeah. Instagram, it's basically like you got to log in. I don't right, know the answer to that. Yeah, because I would like to just scroll through it. That would be great. Ireland, you would actually love scrolling through uh, TikTok. It's just weird it's stuff. Mindless. It's mindless. stuff. There's yeah. useful stuff. There's actually really good stuff. It's like Twitter with pictures. Uh, yes. Well, I'm, and words. I'm very, yeah. like, I don't know if I'll actually do it, but Twitter has become so negative and has become such a cesspool that I'm... I need it to do the show because it's a good research right. for the show. Yeah. But then you but want the out minute after. I, the minute I leave the show, I think I'm Let me explain to you what talk does. It is people- uh, Do you have a nickname for it? You just call it the talk. I just call it talk. The yeah, talk. It's just shorter. I don't know the. 
Oh, I like it's the, the, I, I like it definitely. Is it the talk people. or Whoopi Goldberg? No, that's yeah, the yes, view. That's, that's the view. The other ones who have talk. it downloaded just call it talk. So anyway, but, over on but, talk. Here's what here's what here's what it is. It's that you get people presenting stories about themselves in their natural habitats. I watch mm. a lot of teachers. I watch a lot of like construction guys who just tell you about their regular lives. They're not pontificating about the world. Right. They don't care. They're just showing you how they redid some guy's mailbox in the front lawn and it was awesome. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's a lot more of that. There is social commentary. Don't get me wrong, right. but you can also get away from that much faster. I watch people build things. I watch people clean things mm. and I watch people make other people's lives happy. Like I that's where watch, I keep the good stuff. I also see, uh, have seen links to people like uh, baristas who are complaining about their employees. Yeah. Like there's the a lot of that. A little watchdog action. Uh, it's yeah. like uh, this McDonald's is this and the fries are that and all that kind of sort, sort of that kind of thing going on too it's i it's a fascinating the talk is interesting the I, talk i like i like social media more for just its political conversations is that what you're looking <laughs> yeah. for you're looking for politics because yeah, it's not polarizing not in at any all way. i love how healthy the country is when right. it comes to republicans and democrats right. having I really like, nice conversations i like how people are pitted against each other <laughs> to me that's what makes social media great Would but you, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, would you be up for putting, say, a softball draft on social media? What, what do you mean, putting the draft? Like, you know, like, would well, that be... Well, I mean, the, the, the social media Yes, I mean, like, this regardless. is what I'm saying. This is what I mean. you got to mm -hmm. combine these worlds, and the draft itself... Become the draft we're going to do it on air. Becomes part of the content. Yeah, see, process. I thought we were going to do it on air. Also, okay. race right. yeah. do, yeah. do, yeah. do it on the air. Yeah. Do it like because I've got a draft board at home. Uh, I've been do it like a week yep. before, and then you can talk trash. Right. Do yeah. a, do it a week before, and then you know we can have a couple of practices. Um, <laughs> what are you bahaing about? <laughs> What okay. is what is that? Yeah, practice. I, 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 exactly. no, I, get out, get out to the field. I'll hit some fungos. Hey, pickleball. Oh, fungos now. Fungos. You got a bucket of balls too. Balls. <laughs> pickleball. We fungo. all practice. We practice for pickleball. We out did of nowhere for pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't see that happening for the diamond. That pickleball tournament and never played pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't yeah. see. Yeah. Based, let's just say, based on last year's events, I don't see any softball practices happening. That's no, we're just having my a big practice. Personal having a big strategy session. I don't know what your team's doing. We are definitely going to practice. No, we're going to practice more than your team. Uh, yeah, we're, hey, we're Emily. Definitely more. I'm thinking about, unless you talk me out of it, I'm thinking about checking out the Idol this weekend. There's only three. Would you? It's say, already been canceled. Got as, canceled today. There will be two. no season two. Yes. Okay. So, so I would get it I, while it lasts. Do I want to go? Do I want to go watch episodes? This is episode three airing this weekend, yes. right? So I would say go in. Just thinking, you're just gonna with no with no no expectation, yeah. and that it's you're you're not necessarily gonna have a quote unquote fun time, but it's just you're going in and you're just like it's well shot, it is good work of art, whatever. But mm -hmm. just it's good to make fun of. Okay, it's good so to make I think fun go of. go watch it for that reason. All right, so I wanted to do the snake draft. I, I want yeah. to see who wound up with what movie. Okay, so here's here's what we, we have. Make a determination. What did, I, I, was, I was I was thrown off early because okay. it's four people with three rounds. That kind of messes it's, it's up in, the math. Yeah, it it kind of screwed it me does. off. So. It's in honor of Bull Durham's thirty fifth anniversary. Okay. Bull Durham would absolutely be in my top three. Okay, so we we picked twelve movies, three each. Bull Durham did not get in. Okay, I picked. Wow, Bull, Bull Durham, Durham did, did not get in. Well, it's also it was the title in. of the thing, and again, three picks. Yeah, you know what I'm tough. saying three so, picks. Sports movies draft, uh, greatest sports movies of all time. All right, here's mine. We'll go down the list. Okay. I got Rocky series. Okay, Rocky Can't go wrong in there. with that. 
I don't know if people agree. Ali is one of my favorite movies. The Will Smith version. Yep. Yeah. Play yeah it, was about, it was about half an hour too long, but good movie. Ali and then Moneyball is my third pick. Moneyball is great. I love Moneyball. Okay. Yeah. Emily had A League of Their Own. Uh, Highlander, highly underrated. Yep. Remember the Titans. Highly uh, underrated very, again. Very, very good. And one of the greatest sports movies of all times because it's really about the sports part, Talladega Nights. <laughs> Tal- I love- I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. Wow. M is winning the my power smoking, rankings in the Mason and Ireland. They really both like your list <laughs> Walker and Texas Rangers. I went with Jesus. There is no way. Not grown up Jesus. Little baby Jesus. There is no way anyone M, would you like to come in and sit in this seat? There is no way anyone it's topping Emily's list. I don't Bell, care what Bell time of the ball. Left. I picked White Man Can't Jump because it's the reason why solid. I am who I am. Yeah. Solid. Um, I picked Miracle because it's not even my favorite very hockey movie, solid. but it's a very yeah. good movie. Yeah. And the baseball movie I picked is a very unknown, lesser-known movie called The Battered Bastards of Baseball. And it's about Bing Russell, my, uh, whose my... son, Kurt Russell, when they created the Portland Mavericks, who were basically the progenitors of all of the baseball promotions we know now. Now, is Basically, this a documentary? It's a documentary, yeah. It's on Netflix. My not-stepdad Leo loved it. It's the best baseball movie I've ever seen. And here's the fun part, Ireland. The catcher on that team, a guy who they got who was a local kid, who they found in open tryouts, he invented Big League Chew. No, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, like, that's what I went with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily the bigger ones, but... Feels like a reach. Hamstrung a little bit. <laughs> hamstrung a, a little bit by the... Yeah, that, that, that was picks. a full sales job yeah. right there. Yeah. Ah, no, it's a great I, movie. Yeah. So, you will cry when right. you watch it. Okay. okay. It is a tear jerker. Okay. Right. So, Taylor, what were yours? I had Sandlot, Space Jam, and Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby is like the biggest downer in the world, isn't it? <laughs> you I mean, always seriously. hate on my list, though, Mace. No, no matter what I it like is, your, uh, Mace no. always hates my I think list. All three of those, I think all three of those are really I solid. I want the one where the girl doesn't wind up in a coma. <laughs> I, a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, wow. there's, there's, there's a couple ones you left out. I think the first major league is really, really good. It is good. Oh, um, wait, did we get Emily's picks? Yeah, there she had the That's best the one. one. You, you cheered for oh, yeah. 20 minutes about Talladega it. Talladega Nights. Well, yeah, <laughs> you their own. Whoever has Talladega Nights wins. And by the way, <laughs> nobody, you're in it. nobody... I'm in it. Yeah, who picked uh, Bull Durham? Nobody Nothing. put... Not and all. nobody put Field of Dreams on there? Well, I thought you... Wait, who hates Field of Dreams? Oh, Ireland hates Field of Dreams. Travis hates it, too. I like Field of Dreams. I love Field of Dreams. It's overrated. Another another movie with bad baseball gameplay. You know what I'm saying? Not like The Natural. I can't watch a bad baseball gameplay movie. That's just not going to work. And by the way, why, as a baseball guy, why do you not like Bull Durham? Like, I worked in the minor leagues. I like Bull Durham. I I love Bull Durham. I just don't think it's, you know, like... To me, that is what being in the minor leagues is, having been there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just think Bull Durham, the experience has gone through me, and I have... All right, Rudy. I'm grown out of Rudy didn't get any yeah. play. Hoosiers didn't get Rudy any play. Rudy is a stupid Two movie. Two terrible movies. Any Hoosiers is Sunday, a great movie. Any Given Sunday. None of those it's good. Any Given Sunday got a little run because we talked about it, but it right, did not yeah. get picked. Is so, that you could play day. for that inch? Yeah, well, that's we were talking about whether or not motivational speeches are the best part of sports movies. I don't happen to think that they are. But we play for that inch. Are you guys? Good. Are you guys parade guys? If uh, parade guy, yeah, John so, likes to say parade. Say it. Parade. Prayed. He says it as one syllable. P R A D E. Yeah. I, I would. I. I'm a parade guy in the sense of and anybody out there listening. If you need a host to do broadcast for your parades, holler Gates at me. Gates is available. Yeah. I am available upon request. Nuggets Inquire doing their it. Nuggets doing their parade right yeah. now. Or just and Mike finished. Malone's hammered. Mike hammered. Malone is oh, just looking great. Yeah. Bless him. Does it when somebody gets? I, I think that's a good example. Mike Malone. When somebody you're not really expecting gets as. Drunk. thrashed yeah. as he is right now 
I kind of he goes up on my list a couple nights. Yeah, you like him more because he's willing to go out yeah, and get Sean hammered. Sean McVay got hammered when the Rams won the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady got so drunk he threw the Super Bowl trophy off a boat. Mason got hammered at Clearman's Galley. Your stock went up. <laughs> oh, my stock went up. Exactly. Okay, how about this? Not even that. Remember Aaron Donald, after they won the Super Bowl, came to the Lakers game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? And he was sitting from – the guy was at the bar 88% of the game and kept coming. I think that What's was one of the games. What's wrong with that? It's great. <laughs> but it was, it was one of the games. And they had their parade right in the middle of the day. You could yes. tell he just kept drinking – the entire sure day drinking nothing day. wrong with that yeah. right we all been that to operate yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't no, even no, drink nothing wrong with day drinking yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> get it over with super cross stock <laughs> night's is more to fun you. when you drink all day super cross stock <laughs> is brought to you by in and out burger in and out burger that's what a hamburger is all about mason island coming up next